0: From Sacramento, the Bishop's Radio Hour with Bob Dunning, focusing on today's issues in the context of gospel values. Now, here's Bob Dunning on Relevant Radio.
1: That's me. Welcome to you on this beautiful day the Lord has made. Appreciate you all being with us on the Bishop's Radio Hour. Indeed, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. If you woke up this morning and looked in the mirror and you're still here, God has a awfully good reason for you to be here. So I'm looking for my reason and hope you're looking for your reason. Appreciate you all being with us. And we're pleased to uh, welcome in uh, Javier Jarena, who is from Boundless Love, and he's going to be putting on a great workshop here in the Diocese of Sacramento. Good day to you.
2: Yes, uh, good day. I I love how you started the uh, the program. We definitely have to be grateful for for every day that the Lord has given us. Amen it, to
1: that. Indeed. I tell my kids that uh every morning, you know, my wife and I tell our kids that uh, if you if if you're here there's a reason and it's not just to play pickleball. Absolutely, <laughs> 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 uh, absolutely. And uh and, and and that goes for every age, you know. I mean people some people say, Well, I'm retired and I'm infirmed and et cetera. And I I know my mom, who was retired and very infirmed in her later years, was a force of nature right up to the day she died, you know. Just she was changing the world and helping people and smiling at them. And, uh, you know, uh, she fulfilled her mission till the day she died. And that's kind of my, my example. I hope I came close to pronouncing your last name correct.
2: Yes. You did you did a wonderful job you did a wonderful job Very good. i Thank
1: mean you. they should have a convention for people whose last name starts with a, <laughs> with a double l I, I don't think i've ever seen that before well, well yes that's true that's true uh it's unique
2: in in the u.s not as unique as in other spanish-speaking countries. right it is, it is right. unique in the u.s i uh, javier is a different story when i came to to the united states at the age of 13 I saw there was a couple of baseball players from the Oakland A's, yes, and they were named Javier. Named Javier,
0: so I'm thinking, oh, that's great. You know, at
2: least there's a reference, right? So the people, people are not gonna have a hard time <laughs> with my name.
1: They knew it wasn't Javier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did that make you an Oakland A's fan? Um, you know, I
2: tried to get into baseball, and I love. The entire MLB and, and how how the game is changing as well. Yeah. But the one the one that is a big baseball fan is my my wife.
1: Oh really? She's from she's from Detroit, and I know I know their baseball team is not there, but you know every time they get they get closer to the uh, World Series, she's definitely watching. Is she? So, so she's basketball. a Tigers fan.
2: She's a tiger fan, and she's also a Lions fan as well.
1: So, mm-hmm.
2: so I'm, there, I'm there with her. I, I provide that emotional support that every husband should to provide <laughs> to <laughs> their wife. That's, that's good.
1: Uh, uh, we have a little bit of an opposite relationship in our family. I, I remember when I first met my wife, I'm a big college football fan. When I first met her, and, and I knew it was getting serious, I said, you know, I'm busy on Saturdays in the fall. All day long. <laughs> I'm watching football. <laughs> so, so only the only thing you need to know about me. <laughs> that's
2: right. That's right. That, that's, what, that's what we, I mean, that's what, by well, some of the work we do is a couple the couple that can communicate better before they receive the of marriage. And we always say, hey, tap into your family of origin because if you come from a football family, and, you know, Saturn is in the soul, like you say. It's your day. Talk about that. Explain that a little further. Uh, connect with uh, your significant other. So they understand that that's something very, that you value a lot, right? And that way there's no conflict, right? Once you get married, that's when the conflict happens, right? Yeah, it's it's
1: it's amazing to me. Um, sometimes, you know, you, you, you talk to, friends or couples or uh, that maybe they they haven't made it or they've separated uh maybe they're getting divorced and um and they say well and, and and it was some fundamental thing like uh i wanted to have children and he didn't or vice versa or just things that were you thought wow do were these things you didn't discuss you know like like uh, ahead of time i i think i think Sometimes, uh, I guess, early in a relationship, uh, the the infatuation is there and uh, the attraction is there, and and uh, you think all those other things will just sort of work out, maybe. Um, and sometimes they do, uh, and but but sometimes they don't. And tell us about well, first, you you're, you're going to be coming here to the diocese uh, to present a. A workshop, explain that a little bit and, and the date and, and uh, et cetera.
2: Yes, yeah, so I'll be there August 12, mm-hmm. uh, starting in the morning as well. Uh, I'll be there the whole day. The The workshop is Preparing and Rich, and it's really um, a workshop to become a facilitator to provide, uh, I think it's one of the top assessments or pre-marriage, which is called Preparing the Rich. Mm -hmm. And I'll be be doing that workshop for anybody who's interested in becoming a facilitator, any lay person that wants to use this as a tool, and at the same time provide that dialogue of facilitating a conversation with couples. Because couples can take uh, any type of assessment, but how do we use the assessment to create and, and, and engage them in a dialogue where they experience what they need to do in different areas, right? So for playing rich, we measure communications, intimacy, finances, uh, family of origin. Uh, we talk about the faith as well, That's something that, you know, how putting, how you as a couple gonna put Christ in the center of your marriage. And I think it's a great tool, and I think uh, as a facilitator you have that is a uh, uh, support, to engage couples that are about to get married. So this is obviously targeted to the uh, the couples that do the uh, marriage preparation, right? And this can be a great tool. I've been using this tool for the past four and a half uh, years. Um, my wife and I have been doing marriage preparation for 18 years mm-hmm. and we have, we've been blessed in preparing couples received the sacrament of marriage over two thousand couples. Oh wow and I think this is what Yes. Um I I I I'm very embarrassed when I go to Trader Joe's or any supermarket or any shopping mall and couples stop us and they're like, Yeah I'm here, Christina, how are you? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, okay, give me a sign here, are not something, right? Right. And I'm like, oh I gotta feel so good. Okay, great, those, those are a couple that came to one of our workshops. So I think this is a great tool for, for, for people that want to become a facilitator. So I make it a very fun engagement workshop where we dive into the whole process and at the same time we, we have a conversation, right? Because the good thing about this workshop is if you come as a couple, you are going to take the clip, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have the results. To people that are doing lay work, and they're helping those wonderful couples receiving the sacrament
1: of marriage. Javier, where are you and your wife Christina located?
2: So we are located. We moved from the Bay Area. We do a lot of work with the Diocese of Palo, but mm-hmm. now we decided to to get a, a beach um, view. So we moved near
1: Pismo Beach. Oh, Pismo Beach, down by uh, San, in San Luis Obispo area
2: we so yeah, so we are on Central coast. we cannot leave California oh. so we we found a place where we we call home um, so we are in the Central coast,
1: california. that is you know that is God's case. If you didn't believe in God uh before, go to the cent- go to the central coast. it is boy, it is gorgeous down there. <laughs> it is I think every creation that
2: God made is gorgeous, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm very glad. I'm very grateful uh that I'm I'm here and I know God put me here for, yeah. uh,
1: for for Yeah, a week, you know so. you're 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 right though. You know, every place uh, every place I've visited uh it has its own charm, its own whether it's a city or you know the Nevada desert has its own charm. You know, it's just it's uh God uh, God gave us a lot of gifts.
2: Yes, absolutely,
1: absolutely. So how did yes. how did you get into this? Uh, you know, this facilitator training.
2: Yes, yeah, so I I can tell you to I will make the story short. So we started Boundless love about uh, three and a half years ago. Um, we decided to I think the most powerful way that you can invite people to have a relationship with jesus christ to share their testimony so christina and i even know we were doing marriage preparation from day one but we got married literally with different ministries we fell into uh, a very dark place on our seventh uh, year of marriage to the point that uh, we hit bottom uh, we hit bottom christina uh, was about to put a restraint order uh, for myself. Um, I think I really um, kind of turned my back on God, uh, and I didn't re- realize that I had a lot of childhood trauma that I didn't heal. Um, so it was a point where all the all the events that happened uh, was a miracle, and I think. Um, for me, was saying, well, I definitely want to keep my family. I definitely, I definitely want to rekindle my marriage again. And one thing that was moving or well, missing all along in those seven years is not including Christ to be the center. You know, not including Christ in the center of your marriage and, and your table. And that's something that we decided to work on. And that's a Boundless love was Blown, and then we wrote a book. So anybody that comes to the uh, workshop will get a copy of our book, Boundless Love: Healing Your Melody Before It Begins. In that book, we talk about our healing process. Christina speaks to her process, and I speak about my process. And as we start doing these workshops, we we were looking for a tool that will help us, right? Because we can make our own tool, but we wanted something that has been in the, uh, in, the in the industry for a long time, right? And Proven and Rich was was um, the best option. I started using it, and then from there, I said, "Listen, what can I do so I can help other facilitators out there?" So I became a trainer for Proven and Rich and really help other people that want to facilitate this assessment, right? Because I think I believe that's our mission and balance law, to really help couples to take marriage very seriously. And we wanna make sure we give them tools. We wanna to make sure that they attend a really good parish and they bring, they uh, build community. And also for me, on my side, as a man, I always encourage men to uh, reach out to, to God in the good, the bad, or, or just for this, for anything, just every every minute, <laughs> every second, And and really having on your side because there's going to be moments where there's going to
0: be darkness. There's going to be moments where there's going to be a bright light and
2: pure excitement. So we definitely want God in in our marriage, and that's our whole mission. That's what we we are uh, we're here to do.
1: Well, yeah, that's. uh, How you know? How do you put together this whole program, though? Uh, the prepared and or yeah, yeah. Well, the the yeah. the prepared and rich. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. So so kind of getting into the details. So what we're doing here, we are we are certifying people so they can be facilitators. They mm-hmm. can use this tool and provide assessment. So the the way the workshop is done is you take an assessment, right? You sign up for the workshop. You will take an assessment. Uh, you and your significant other will take the assessment. And then when we use that to work the whole process is you being a facilitator, facilitating this to other couples, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's how the program works. Yeah. So it's more on um, experiencing um, the treatment, right? Because there's nothing like experiencing something that you're about to do, right? I think that stays with you longer. So that's how the whole process is.
1: So the facilitator training is for couples as well.
2: Um. Yeah. So couples are, you know, they're they are doing any type of lay work, preparing
1: couples for for marriage. hmm mm-hmm. So what do you what do you find? um you know in, in in giving all this training and and getting feedback etc what are what are some of the keys um prior to getting married that help you have a, a you know a strong and uh and long lasting marriage a life a lifelong ah, marriage
2: yes that's a great question that's a great question so i i think there's two areas right by by having the the opportunity to facilitate over 2,000 couples. We, Christina and I, have seen two areas where couples really struggle. One of them is communication, right? And the other one is a combination of family of origin, right? Understanding where your future spouse come from, right? Mm-hmm. And understanding your family's values and beliefs, their story. I think those two areas are very key common. A lot of people might say, well, what about finances? And I said finances is, uh, it comes from family origin, because if you have a relationship with money, that your family was always in debt, always in credit card debt, then most likely you're going to take that belief uh, with you, right? And, you know, you're going to have, you're going to experience that in your adulthood. So finances is something to do with, I think it's the next step, right on on that family of origin so we've seen couples not able to communicate with each other and not able to deal with conflict so i work with couples
0: and looking
2: at conflict is an opportunity to have a conversation to connect because having a conversation the ultimate goal is to connect so we work with them in different frameworks on how to make time to have a conversation how to validate a lot of people don't validate. <laughs> and I see people going, okay, so, okay, not to mean I'm validating you. <laughs> I'm just proud that I'm really hearing what you're saying or listening. Be able to come into a conflict with fear and negativity. And what that means is I'm going into the conversation and the conflict looking for a positive outcome. Oh, my goodness, when you think about positive outcome, that means what? Well, Everything that you are expressing, talking is going to be for a positive outcome. When you come into a conflict thinking, oh, I'm going to get attacked, I need to defend myself, then it's going to be a really negative outcome. Of you, that's when a lot of name calling digging into the past is going to come up. And the other thing that we talked about at the end of this communication is how do we move forward? What is the action item? What are the new routines and habits that we're going to put in place so when I come home late from work, you're not playing video games? What are we going to do? So that way we don't jump into the same old habits, right? So those are the two areas that I see family, religion, and communication that i really really and During this training, I'll talk about my experience and really create the powerful questions so the couples can start having that, that connection. And be able to see oh okay we need to work on this yeah obviously because you can see an assessment but assessment is not going to tell you it's going to tell you the potential growth areas but how do we work those potential growth areas and a lot of of the work that we do in the workshop is to create those questions for some for couple to have a great a great dialogue right and, and making the next step to resolve that
1: Yes, so many so many times you see uh, couples that one has maybe a more—I don't say—dominating do, personality and an outgoing personality, more more outgoing, more expressive, um, and another is is a bit quieter, or uh, and sometimes you can see that that could lead to difficulties in communicating because one person is just just laying it all out there and, and the other person isn't. This just not part of their personality. It's not part of their nature. And it's not, it's not that one way is right or the other way is right, but it, it, can, it can create a conflict because maybe uh, the one person is, feels like, well, I've, I've just expressed everything I feel, but, but, but I'm not getting back the same thing. I don't know for sure what he or she feels here. And
2: exactly. Exactly. Yes.
1: And I, I can see that, that that could lead to to conflict. And and then there's also <laughs> and then sometimes uh, uh, you, sometimes uh, you, you're you're with other couples and and you can see this conflict where they it's like a disagreement, somebody needs to win the argument. You know, it's not like, okay, what's the, as you say, what's the end goal of this? Well, the end goal is that we're on the same page, hopefully. Um, not that, well, okay, I proved my point, and I'm right, and you're wrong. You know, that's that didn't get you anywhere, because you're a couple. You're not two individual. I mean, <laughs> sometimes two individuals can be very strong-willed, and... It's it's tough sometimes to uh, take a step back and compromise a little bit.
2: Yes, absolutely. So so we work on that because I think awareness is the key for couples to be aware, and then from there have the tools to move forward. Because I tell couples, you don't fall out of love. That's not true. A lot of couples say, "Well, I'm just falling out of love." No, no, no. You're not falling out of love. You need to work love. You, it's, this is a constant work. Relationship is work, right? And we need to work on it, right? And we can work so we can tap into the best of us and look for the strength of us instead of the negative of us. And that's what we're trying to do with the assessment and the whole mission of bonus love. So that way we can create very, very strong marriages because that creates a strong communities as well, right? And, and thus, thus we, that's what we thrive for. We don't want we don't want couples to walk through the pain that we want to. Uh, you know, into seven years of our marriage, we want couples to thrive. And obviously, divorce for us is something that we don't we don't mention. We, we don't believe in divorce. <laughs> so, so I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's find a way here, right? So if you have if you have that strong foundation, then we don't get to the point where you know, people are
1: thinking about that. So, in 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 all your experience with this, what what do you see? Are the the biggest issues really, especially pre marriage, with couples that they that you know that hey you 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 may you may be running into a a speeding train here if you don't correct this or, or not correct it but but work on it. And and understand it. What are what are the big issues?
2: I I think the big issues. And I was talking to um, I was talking to a local parish here in, in the Central Coast. Um, on Monday, I was doing a talk to to the young youth about what is happening now in society. I think one of the biggest issues that we have is there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of distraction. And those distractions, obviously, it can be media, I mean, movies and TV and TV programs. I mean, they don't really show the values, the Christian values, right? I mean, you
0: see movies where, I mean, having affairs and lying
2: to your wife and doing those things. And, you know, you see the youth doing things. They're like, uh, those are not really Christian values. There's a lot of noise, and they validate that. And, and also, if you're not part of that, you are very different, right? You're very, we're going to separate you if you don't believe in, in this media, this lies that they're saying. So I think a lot of couples are very distracted. Young couples are very distracted with the noise that is happening out there. Um, and I think that's one of the, the elements. The other, the other thing is the outside, uh, this, the outside uh, environment that they're living in that Maybe they're not Christian-based. And obviously, a lot of people like to influence younger couples as well. So see that as well. And then I think I see a lot of couples. I explained my story with Father Jim. Um, you know, My parish uh, was uh, Queen of Apostles. It took me four months to convince him to marry me. He said, why do you want to get married in the church? You can go... There's beautiful beaches here. You can go up to beautiful wineries. You can go up to a beautiful hotel. Why do you want to get married here in this church? Why? Why? And I would go every Saturday and really convince him. And then finally, he hit me. I said, no, I want I want, I want, want God as my weakness. I want to receive the sacrament of marriage. And he's like, okay, all right. We're going to do this. And... And I think I, that's what we're trying to do in violence law, really explain the beauty of the sacrament of marriage and having that as a reason. And, and I think a lot of couples are not aware of that. Right? So I, I see all this. I think I see the, 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 the noise that, that all this consumer brands and media are creating and the values that are not being protected, or couples are paying attention to the wrong things the outside influence, and also really diving into uh, the Catholic Church, right? And, and I see couples. That's why I ask couples. I ask couples this question, and they feel very uncomfortable. So why are you getting married? You know, what a church? Why? I just, I'm curious to know, and a lot of people are looking away thinking, oh, I don't have an answer. Well, figure it out. Why do you Come up with an answer in the next minutes." So I think I, I, those elements as well. Also, Christian and I, also I think as, as couples, Christian and I, we like to be models of how you can have a great marriage and being Catholic. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to model that. And that's why a lot of people say, oh my God, I, I want to I take what you're taking. I want to do what you do. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> just a follower of Christ. That's what I do. <laughs> I you know, that's, that's what Can I think we cannot do this all the time. <laughs> this, this is this is our secret, right? And we we also are sharing that we are broken, and we also we are vulnerable enough to share our stories, right? So I think that's what we try to do. But I, going back to your question, I think that's what it is. I think that's what couples are. are there's a lot of noise out there, right? And I think couples get distracted in what it is to have a healthy marriage.
1: Yes, indeed. Indeed. You know, I the only the only problem I have with this workshop, uh, Javier, is I think it should be held in Pismo Beach. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know
2: what will happen? It's, it's not going to be a hot day thing. We've got to make it a whole weekend thing, right? Uh, that's we gotta, right. We cannot, we cannot, yeah, maybe, we cannot just send you a whole
1: week. Yeah, maybe, maybe a whole week. <laughs> you'd, 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 have a, you'd have thousands of people signing up. <laughs>
2: oh, my goodness. We, we definitely have great conversations. I mean, imagine and the beauty of that. Imagine the amazing conversations that will come out. Yes. out of Spending all our time together, right? And, yes. And because that's, that's what I get excited about, right? Um, being with the people that, that celebrate. God, I mean that—that's so exciting. I mean, I'm getting excited now, visioning myself around all the club. But that's what I get excited because, then um, I feel that I'm—I'm I'm, I'm doing the right thing. That God is leading me in the in the right direction. So yeah, and then we would be. Oh my goodness, uh,
1: that'll be amazing. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> well. Javier, uh, we look forward to seeing you and Christina here uh, um, in uh, on August the twelfth uh, here in the Diocese of Sacramento. It, and generally in August, it it doesn't get over one hundred and ten. So you know, <laughs> and we do have air co- we do have air conditioning here. you You have the Paci- you have the Pacific Ocean as your air conditioning. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for your time, and thanks for all you do. God bless uh, you and your ministry and, and Christina. Take care. That's uh, Javier and Christina. Uh, Jarena. It's L-L-E-R-E-N-A. That's a... a tough word to pronounce uh, the first time you've seen it but they will be here on August the 12th for prepare and enrich facilitator training learn the skills you need to joyfully accompany couples as your journey with them as you journey with them through numerous marriage life topics and statements you will also receive access to the prepare and enrich website customer service catholic manuals to assist your c- conversations with both engaged And married couples. So uh, uh, as you help them journey through numerous marriage life topics and statements. Uh, We'll take a quick break. Back with more on the Bishop's Hour right after this. This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the St. Vincent de Paul Society. Drop by and shop at the thrift store. A beautiful, beautiful thrift store at 2275 Watt Avenue. Open Mondays through Saturdays from 10 to 8. And Sundays from 11 to 6. Well, Bishop Soto refers to Christ the King Retreat Center as the jewel of the diocese, and indeed it is. What a beautiful oasis it is. It's located in Citrus Heights, uh, right in the hustle and bustle of the city, and you feel like you're getting away from it all when you... uh, Four seven two zero, or you can visit them at 6520 Van Maren Lane in Citrus Sites. And we certainly thank uh, the St. Vincent de Paul Society and Christ the King Pastors Retreat Center for their fine and longstanding support of the Bishop's Hour.
3: Hi, this is Brian Visitation, Director of Media and Communications for the Diocese of Sacramento. You're listening to the Bishop's Hour with Bob Dunning.
1: Please now to welcome in Marie Leatherby by phone, uh, the executive director of the Sacramento Life Center. Marie, good day to you.
2: Good
1: day. Good day, Bob. You know, generally in uh, June, we have you on because there's been some Supreme Court decision. <laughs> the, the U.S. Supreme Court always releases their decisions in June. They kind of dribble them out. If you, you know, uh, We're not anticipating any of that today, but you've got all kinds of good news.
3: We do. Yeah, there were some bills that we thought if they went through, we were going to take them to the Supreme Court, but we're really, really happy that uh, those bills fell, uh, you know, or, you know, were stuck away in the expense file or some suspense file, Um, and they said they need to be rewritten next year. So I think that means they're going away for a while.
1: Well, th- you know that's generally when they uh, I mean, there's lots of terms for it. They tabled it, or they you know yeah. they, mm-hmm. they deep sixed it. They, 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 yeah, there's they, a lot of words you don't know what they all mean. Yeah, yeah I know. And, uh, but the 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 bottom line is when when legislation is is something that is they really want to do, it, it it passes with lightning speed. Especially in states, and and we're seeing it more and more states, and and whether they're—I I don't like the terms—but red states or blue states, we're seeing where both houses of the legislature and the governorship are all in the same party. Uh, when they want to get something done, they can get it done, and uh, and California is, is one of those states, as as so many states are, uh, where where it's all in one party, and so if this if 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 these things didn't pass. Uh, and you didn't want them to. Uh, the, there's probably a pretty good reason why they didn't. That, that yeah,
3: I'm. I'm guessing it's because we're in a deficit and they cost money, mm-hmm. or they probably would have gone through. Because um, you know these types of bills usually do fly through. You know when we're all this one party, but. Um, they, they made it to the Appropriations Committee, which I think looks at the budget, and that's where they died. So what,
1: we're glad what, no matter what. What specifically were they – I mean, you you don't take any state money, uh, any federal money, any local no. money. Um, so what, what specifically were these bills designed to do that uh, would affect them, you?
3: Yeah, one of them, AB 710, was to do a um, – uh, information campaign against pregnancy centers to hospitals, doctors, and everything. So uh, I'm not sure what that would have cost. Sort that of a
1: state-sponsored information. Yes. We're going to put out the truth about pregnancy centers kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yes. And um, so that fell, and we're glad. Because well,
1: if they really so want to get the, the truth on pregnancy centers, they just listen to this show.
3: That's true. Yeah, what great work we're doing!
1: And we would yeah. do it we do it for free. We do it for here here. Put it on. Does the state of California have a, a radio station? We'll just we'll just give him the show for free. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: and the thing, these bills though was bringing a lot of media into pregnancy centers and seeing what they're doing. And we've done some press conferences. And they're finding out with pretty good people.
1: Yeah, you know, but I think that isn't true. <laughs> I, you know, I think that's it's it's really interesting. You know, the 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 Lord works in mysterious ways, and and sometimes this, well, you know, uh, you shine a bright light, and the, all the all the cockroaches scramble. Right, but yeah. on on the reverse, on the flip side of that, you you shine a bright light and you see what the pregnancy centers are really doing and i keep going back and i know you do too to uh uh the the, the article uh um uh by miss hannenberger the uh pulitzer prize winning columnist yeah. but who yeah. has now left the Bee for for other reasons and is is i believe working in kansas city now at one of their sister oh, papers but okay. but um you know she she came out without uh, as as if anybody who's followed her writing knows, she doesn't do knee jerk stuff. She doesn't follow the party line or whatever it is. Yeah. She she goes and 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 she says, "Well, what's the truth here? This is this is in the news. It's quote unquote controversial. I'm going to go mm-hmm. find out for myself what <laughs> actually goes on here instead of just uh, you know, going online and seeing some testimonial which is not true." And she did. I thought a very fair. Uh, Peace and yeah spent and a lot of
3: time investigating yeah and, and, and
1: it, it's mm-hmm. uh, you know especially in this day of of people trying to bust people you know that they don't like or just disagree with um you you've never had anybody come in with a secret camera and uh and ah, we caught them. This is what they're really doing, you know. No, um, and our doors open. We're, we keep
3: telling them, "Come in, come in." Yeah, a
1: lot of, well, uh, yeah. Uh, come, come in come and bring in. your bring your camera, yeah. bring everything, yeah. uh, record the conversations, whatever sure. you are, you know. It, it's 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 very open, and and yet I I I hear it all the time. I know you do too. I hear it all the time. I hear it from. Uh, U.S. senators saying we should ban pregnancy centers, and you know, it's just like, yeah. wow. And I, I tell people, and and I, I live in a town that's decidedly, I, I I'll be as as generous as I can be, decidedly <laughs> yes. pro-choice. Yeah it is. Um, yes. it's a it's a town I love, and it stands for many good things, but in, in mm-hmm. this one issue, um, you know, the, the decidedly pro-choice. And I tell those people. You should be supporting the Sacramento Life Center. You should be supporting the yeah. Bishop Gago's Maternity Home. You should be supporting these things because if you're pro-choice, these people are providing real choice. Yeah, they really yeah. are. They're not. You you, you say you're pro-choice. You just that's just a that's just a throwaway statement. Are you really in favor of choice? Like like this, because this is one of the choices: choosing life. And and you are providing that choice to to women who uh, are in need
0: yeah.
1: and you're providing and you're it to them free of charge. I mean, free of free. charge. Yeah.
3: All free. There's not a, there's
1: not a profit motive there. There's not a you know, there's some underlying it's you're you're not trying to uh, run for office. You're not trying to make money. You're not. Try- you're just trying to help. People give them a, a choice and show them a path uh, to to life, you know. And uh, I, I still I I say to people who are critical, I say, what's the wrong with giving somebody a free year year's worth of diapers? Tell me. <laughs> tell right. me where that's morally wrong.
3: <laughs> yeah. Right. And I mean, most of the reasons. Women do choose to terminate a pregnancy. Are temporary problems, or yep. they feel pressured, or they feel they don't have support, and that's what we, we would hate for some woman to do that, not knowing, hey, there is help, there is support. That is, you know, we can get you through this, um, and that's what gives them the real choice. Is like, wow, you know, I can do it, and I can make it work, and. Uh, I can jump over all these hurdles, and you know, and so it's it's great, and that's what we that's what we do, and, and we love it, and everybody here loves what we do, and we can take all the criticism there is because we just say, come on in and see. We our patients love us; they love what we do, they love the services, nonjudgmental. Um, we don't, you know win them all not all women you know choose life and um, but we do everything we can we know we love them and care for them we do you know
1: everything we can for them when somebody comes to you I mean you obviously you offer a lot of free medical services uh, uh that's very yeah. helpful um and uh relieves a burden on on the state for 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 many reasons um, it's I mean, it's what? a great it's a great safety net, but when when somebody decides to go ahead and have an abortion, even even after meeting with you folks, are you able to quantify? I mean, is there a, a predominant reason why that happens?
3: You know, most of the time they uh, they just feel totally unsupported mm-hmm. by the father. They're family. they're all
1: alone in the they're decision. Al- yeah, so
3: alone. Yeah. And and, and that's a lot of it. I mean, some might, they just don't feel equipped to be a mom. There's just a lot of sadness. You know, some there's might be substance abuse issues. Um, but um, we don't get too many of those. I mean, we had one recently. We were really sad. You know, she made the choice. She did. But she came to us after and talked to us and, you know, it was a terrible experience and we just wanted her to know we're here from her for her and mm-hmm. she came back in just to talk to us. And I think if we were that horrible and judgmental, you know, she wouldn't she wouldn't, they
1: wouldn't know. They wouldn't be back. She That's knew
3: right. we cared yeah. about her. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So there, there's that that happens when we entrust those children to God. That's all we can do and
1: And, um, but we know we
3: gave it
1: our best. Yeah. 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 And what, I mean, what percent of people who come in do you think are probably predisposed to having the baby, but, um, maybe just need some encouragement to get over the, over the hump, if you will.
3: Yeah. I, you know, I'd say a great majority. I mean, we do get the happy pregnancies, um, too, because we help whoever walks through our door, but I think there's a big majority that, you know, um, are abortion vulnerable, vulnerable because they don't have the support or the finances or the medical care or the, you know, and it's just real easy for them to walk over and take a couple pills now and end it. Um, abortion, women that we get, um that are extremely abortion minded, like I'm getting an abortion no matter what, those who probably, it's probably about 10% of the women we see, uh-huh. a couple hundred a month, probably 20 to 30, but the majority come here because they do need help and support, and if we weren't here, they could make a very different choice.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the 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 one with my limited experience, but but have Paid, paid pretty close attention for a long time to this issue uh mm-hmm. is being alone in the decision and and i know i've 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 i have four daughters you know and and uh mm-hmm. always told them and, and and two sons you know and told them too you know because you're part of the you're part of the situation and that if yeah. you, you know and, and you know that the, the, probably because you have such a sometimes you have such a close relationship with them that uh, that my wife and I, I have with them. That mm-hmm. they don't want to come to you because they they don't want to disappoint you, you know yeah. it 's not because they're afraid you're going to be uh, hostile or or vindictive or something no they're they're just like, gee, you know i've always come to you with good news. I got an a I made the team or you know and and yeah. and, and now i've got to tell that. you that i I'm, I'm in this situation and um and i've always told them we would be your best friend. We would yeah. help you figure this out we, you know that uh mm-hmm. we're we're not we're not in the business of condemnation we're not in the business of being judgmental uh, we you know we we know people uh things happen in life you know yeah. um um none of us <laughs> i I can look in the mirror and start counting the warts, you know i mean it's like it's like none of us have led. Uh, flawless lives where we never made a mistake and right. everything was perfect. And, yep. and I think sometimes, sometimes kids look at their parents that way. Well, they're successful or they're this or they're that, and they're happy. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, they never had a problem. They never faced any of this. And yeah, we did, you know, and, and yeah. we're here for you. <laughs> and, um, you know, to hear, the, yeah. to hear that, but to hear that, you know people i mean i i've heard it from my own kids you know we're we're one of their friends my my own kids the youngest 18 now and um, you know uh, three in their their 19 20 21 that age you know where they've got a friend who's in this situation and and whether it's a, a boy or a girl or i mean a man or a woman and uh, they and they they feel alone in it. They feel okay. they 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 don't want to go to their parents or their parents are estranged or and the 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 male partner is is urging yeah. one thing or not involved or you know and uh, where, where they really don't feel they have a place to turn and the quote unquote yeah. easiest thing is to just be done with it. You know, yeah,
3: they think it's just gonna be
1: yeah. It's like a yeah, headache, yeah. and you know, I was, I honestly, I'll, I, uh, I was stunned mm-hmm. in the 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 in the last couple of months when uh, you know the what do they call it the 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 medical abo- you know the, the take the pills ab- abortion. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and It got into the courts, and it got banned, and it, this and that. But, but leaving that yeah. that whole the, that whole issue out. But just, mm-hmm. I was stunned to hear, and I've heard it three or four or five times now, that that was now the predominant form of abortion. I didn't realize yeah. that it was maybe sixty percent of abortions. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I
1: didn't I didn't realize mm-hmm. it was anywhere near that high. I thought uh, right. maybe it would be twenty percent or something.
3: No, yeah. Growing higher and higher all the time, and I think
1: that in in many people's minds, makes them think it it's easier to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Th- it's actually more
3: dangerous. It, exactly, than-
1: exactly, it is. But yeah. but I think mm-hmm. it's like, gee, I don't really even have to go to the doctor, and I don't have to have this procedure, and I don't have to, yeah. you know, I don't have to do all that. Mm-hmm. I can just take this pill, and I'm going to be. Uh, it, it's just going to go away you know which is kind of kind of a, a lot of that's a lot of medicine these days you know here's a pill and it's going to make things better whether it's a uh uh you know a headache or a cold or a, a, you know anything else you know and mm-hmm. uh, um and a, a, a pregnancy where you're getting a lot of stress about it um from different parties the or party. no support and and you Some people are yelling at you and some people are saying you're going to have to drop out of school and some people are going to say you're not going to be able to play on the basketball team and all this stuff and you just go, well, I'll just take this pill and it'll all be better.
3: Yeah. Yep. And we try to combat all that. Our scholarship program. We had a young woman come in two weeks ago didn't know she was pregnant, was abortion minded if she was she didn't think she'd keep it. We found out she was Thirty-five weeks pregnant.
1: Thirty-five weeks?
3: She's having the baby this Saturday. Oh,
1: my gosh.
3: But she was just completely shocked. She had been sick with the flu a few times and things that so didn't realize and um, that she was pregnant. And just, oh, my gosh, you know, it ended up, thank God, the father of the baby was excited. And we said, we'll get you everything you need. We got her the the crib and the high chair and the car seat and the stroller. And, um, you know, because she was just so shocked. Luckily, we didn't have to give it all to her. When family and friends and everybody found out, and here she thought she'd have no support Mm -hmm. and she'd need all that. She called us and she said, everyone is so excited for me. My <laughs> family's getting me everything. They're throwing me showers. And she she thought she'd have no support. So sometimes women don't realize there is support out there. You just feel so alone at that time, you know? Yep.
1: yep. Yeah. Yeah, I remember there used to be a group here in mm-hmm. Sacramento, and just a couple, they had showers on wheels. Yeah. And yeah. they just they were just... So, and I would go to their events, they'd have them, you know, in the church basement or the church hall or, yeah. you know, and, and just with people would bring like potluck food and, and it would, they would be, it was just so moving Wonderful. to see these people yeah. who got to celebrate having their kid. Yes. You know, like, yeah. like so many, I mean, Gosh, baby showers are part of Americana, you know, and and um, just making them feel special and letting them know how how great this is, you know.
3: Yeah, and honoring it, that little, honoring that little baby and yeah. mom, you yeah. know, both. Yeah, it's so fun. It's so great. And uh, yeah, we just we're going to be helping more people. Bishop Soto just last week came out and blessed our new mobile clinic so
1: it's (laughs) got the
3: blessing on it i
1: love that
3: ready we have three sites for it ready to start that we've made uh mous and got the you know zoning ordinances okay to park there and we'll have a couple more coming too but
1: well bishop soto is he he is such a stalwart for life i i i I, 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 you know, he's a, a frequent guest on this show. And mm-hmm. uh, there was only one time he never cancels, never, ever, ever, you know, do we get the call, oh, the bishop, right. you know, because he's, he's a very busy guy, you know. We don't yeah, right. we, we don't <laughs> ever get the call saying a bishop is here or there and he couldn't make it today and it, it just doesn't happen. Um, but there yeah. was one time where we were, uh, our producer Gabe and I were looking at each other, Gabe Sorensen, and we we're going gosh you know the bishop was a few minutes late today you know and uh, that's fine and and kept waiting and and finally he he came in about about probably about 10 or 15 minutes late he, he had been at uh, on the sidewalk at 40 days for life
3: Aww. and you know it just you know he had just <laughs> forgotten
1: you know and I said, Bishop, you you don't you don't need to say anything more. <laughs> you know?
3: Yeah, wasn't like he was on the golf course. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, that's so great. And
1: that was the only time. You know, it's just and, and he's yeah. just such a stalwart for life. And I uh, mm-hmm. that's that's great. Well, if if that mobile clinic has been blessed by Bishop Soto, you know, it's, that's that's going to bear some great fruit
3: well. We're, we're anxious and we so appreciate his time. I mean, yeah, he goes from one thing to the other. And uh, we really appreciate him, his support of the Life Center. He's very, very supportive of what we do. And we get to sell a dinner at our at our gala each year and go to his home. And uh-huh. he hosts just a wonderful dinner for people that want to buy it. And so those dinners. Speaking of our dinner coming up on November 11th, right? Yeah, we're, we've done several with the Irish Priest whiskey and Wellington dinners that mm-hmm. that people pay big money for these things, and uh, <laughs> they're really fun to put on. It's a great way to really get to know people and and uh, the people that support us. So we're doing those too lately. So I've been doing lots the parties. Yes. So we appreciate the bishop doing that for us. each year. it's, a, it's you know once in a lifetime event when we get to go to a bishop's home and have it dinner with friends or family and be waited on. We have a chef with the food. So it's really nice.
1: Well, let's let's uh, just so everybody knows. Uh, mm-hmm. Circle the date November mm-hmm. the 11th, a Saturday, the second Saturday. So you moved it by one week.
3: I know. It's up to the Hyatt. Whatever we get, we have Whatever to you get,
1: you get. So the yeah. second week in November, November 11th, a yes. Saturday night, at the Hyatt in downtown Sacramento, the the annual uh, um, Respect Life dinner and uh, from the Sacramento Life Center dinner. Do you have a theme named for it yet?
3: We do. It's called Grow With Us. because oh, very we do, good. Yes, babies grow with us and donors and our organization, so we just. That's what it's called this year. Very mm-hmm. good.
1: Well, Marie, yeah. uh, thanks, for, thanks for all you do, and uh, thanks for all the good news, and we'll look forward to talking to you again real soon. All right. God bless. God Thank bless you. you, too. Thanks, Marie. That's Marie Leatherby, the executive director of the Sacramento Life Center. It does such a great job uh, in promoting life and, and providing great services to so many women in need. That's going to do it for us for today. Thanks for listening, everyone. God bless. We'd like to thank all the wonderful people and organizations, uh, businesses in town,
0: Can I pour my heart out to a listening ear? Well, I see this life, its valleys and mountains And I think of all the roads that brought me here Oh, that brought me here Walking down, walking down the road Well, I've questioned my reasons This life I'm living I question my ability to judge wrong from right. Well, I questioned all the things I've ever called certain. My race, my religion, my country, my mind. But the one thing I don't question is you. You really love me like you say you. the work I'm doing really matter at all. Well, I question my friendships, a liar's dependence. Who will still be here?